Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome. This is Gemma. It's so good to be here. Oh my gosh. I'm really excited. I'm excited about so many things right now. And one of them is my retreat, which I continue to download information for. And it's like, um, almost like, where's my notebook? I got to jot this stuff down because it's so exciting. Little bits and pieces. Uh, so one of the things I recognized that I was doing before and we talked about this was having multiple things going on at the same time. So um, what I'm talking about is not like massive projects. I, I mean, some people do that. <laughs> I am currently kind of doing that and I would like to not be doing that. But uh, in your day-to-day life, it can be little things. It can be reading two or three different genres of books. It can be... Um, Plus, plus uh, other things you enjoy, like going for walks, walking your dog. Uh, I have a paint by number out. Uh, maybe there's another craft you like to do. Some people, you know, scrapbooking was really big at one time. Um, let's see, guys might have projects like um, carving, whittling, um, shop projects fixing this or that, you know, like I know for some people just tinkering is, is like really pleasurable. So, but don't just have one thing that you go to, because if that doesn't call you, you want to have something else. You want to have a variety of things that interest you in different ways. Like you, you know, I have different genres of books because at different times there's a different genre that interests me. Like sometimes I just want to kick back with a fiction. Other times I want to learn something uh, new from someone or get a confirmation in my journey about like processes I'm using and what's working, what isn't. And I'll go to a self-help book. So what is it for you? What brings you delight? What have you cast aside in lieu of the crazy of our culture, namely all the social media and tech and keeping up with all the busyness and the just everything. There's just so much. And it's time for us to peel that back, peel it back and start to do the things that truly bring us some calmness some peace, just ease, let our minds float around. I'm telling you right now, screen time does not allow your mind to float around. It's crazy. Unless you've seen a movie 50 times or, you know, maybe even three times, uh, that TV is distracting. And when I put on a program, say I want to just have a program in the background or I want to have a program, I check in with how it feels in my body because there are some programs that feel like they're just leeching my attention, leeching my essence, like grabbing my attention so that I cannot do me. And I don't want to partake in that kind of activity. I don't care if it's hanging out with a certain person or if it's a program uh, my daughter felt it yesterday. She has, in school, they have this uh, listening book thing they have to do online. 
and it's part of their reading class or writing class where they listen to this woman read this book and Bella is mortified by this book. I mean, she's mortified, indignant, you know, like a, like not, not happy that they're listening to it. And I'm not happy she's listening to it. Um, I find the, I don't, the genre is fiction, but it's about children being abducted. And then when they come back, their parents are dead because it's like a year later or something like that. I don't know what the heck. I mean, I don't understand why this book was chosen. And I told Bella, if she doesn't want to listen to it, don't. Because it's, if, it's, if it's affecting her negatively. And we all know, I mean, the science is there that what you put your attention on or what you think of even, what you think of your mind believes is real. So why would we want our children in fifth grade to think that these children were abducted and that they don't have parents? It just, it just, I don't find that at all pleasant. So uh, this is the thing, Bella tuned in. That's my point. Bella tuned in and realized this book that she was listening to, it was not serving her. She didn't want to know anything about it. She didn't want to discuss it. She didn't want to entertain it. Okay. So, um, and I gave her permission not to. And at that point, you know, I, I don't know, she, maybe she gave it half her attention or something just so she could be present in the class. I don't know. Ah, so why am I bringing this up? Because I just got back into my paint by numbers this morning. I took it out and I've been noticing that if I do not have these wonderful little side transition personal things that bring me back into my own truth, my own beingness, you know, because this paint by number, it's all about me. My books are all about me. I chose them. No one chose them for me. So, uh, I want these things. Otherwise what I'm doing is continuing, uh, a pattern, like, um, not a pattern, continuing a flow of like, okay, I'm cleaning up the kitchen. Now what else can I clean up? Okay. Now I got to start the lawn. Now I got to do this. And it's like nonstop. There's always something to do, but I want to transition. So I just made chia seed pudding. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> oh my goodness. And just, you know, I think sneezing is also releasing. It's a burst of release. <laughs> so I made chia seed pudding this morning. Now I could have kept going with fixing things to prepare and put in a fridge, but I wanted to transition, right? So I transitioned by washing a couple dishes and then getting my computer to do my podcast. So those transition moments, we want them to be something small. Like there wasn't that many dishes or just like three, two or something. It was just nothing in the sink, but that was enough transition for me to stop the momentum of food prep transition and then go on to something different. Now the food preparation was more of a physical activity and this podcast is more of a mental activity. And that's another thing that is brought forward in the psyche of humans and Montessori is where I heard about it. And it's that we like to ebb and flow between a physical activity and a mental activity. And we'll do a mental activity for like 45 minutes, an hour. That's good. And then we want to get out of that, you know, like, and I mean, not that we have to, but we, we will feel like it's tiring us. And then we want to go do something physical because we're not tired physically. We're tired mentally. So woo! another thing I am looking into 
is not looking. I mean, I've known about this. I've done it a lot, but um, I just recently got some new input on it, and that is earthing or grounding, and it's being barefoot on the earth. So this is another really special tool we have. Woo now there are pads you can use under your computer and under your feet in your home if you're spending a lot of time in an office. You can get a pad that you put on the floor. Ursula has one on the floor in her dining room. She also has one up in her bedroom that she uses in her bed. She puts it under her feet or she'll move it and put it under her hands or arms. Um, it is so good to be near the earth. And a lot of people are spending far ways away from the earth. They're picking up all this frequency from fluorescent lighting and computer systems, Wi-Fi, microwaves, all of this energy you're picking up and it has to be released. It has to, our bodies have to ground just like any, uh, um, electrical system because we have an electrical current in our body that is our own and it runs along our spinal column but when we overtax our own personal electrical current we are stressing the body stressing the immune system wearing it down and thus opening ourselves up for chronic disease or chronic pain chronic problems and diseases and and often diseases they can't be fixed because the problem is your environment it is not it is not the cancer. The cancer is not the problem. The diet's not the problem necessarily. It's your environment. Or maybe, you know, maybe it's all of it uh, for it to become chronic. Yeah. And lifestyle is huge. Dr. Laura Day uh, in California, she was, uh, she was the um, lead, uh, the head surgeon at San Francisco General Hospital years ago, and she cured her own cancer. And she didn't do it with radiation. She, she researched cancer. She's a doctor. When she got sick, she researched cancer and she was like, oh my gosh, what is the best treatment for me? And she couldn't for the life of her understand why the treatment, the only treatment recommended was radiation, which caused cancer. So that made no sense to her. Why would she use something that causes more cancer? So she began a regimen, much to the dismay of her own doctors, um, who were like furious, but she began her own process of cleansing her body, and she did that through diet. Um, she rid herself of her breast cancer using carrot juicing and stuff, and she juiced carrots constantly. And I don't know what else she did, but she does have information out there if you look her up. Um, she she made a film called Cancer Doesn't Scare Me Anymore. Um, but anyway, she cured her cancer. She got rid of it. And it was good for a couple years. And then it came back. And she couldn't understand because her diet was good, blah, blah, blah. But what she realized was that it was the whole package. And she was still living a very stressful life. So she changed her lifestyle at that point and she healed her cancer again. And that time it was for good. And then she went on to heal her mother of dementia because her mother was suffering from dementia and uh, she wanted to um, help her mother. So she put her on a juicing diet and rid her, did a detox on her mother and her mother came back to full health. So this is, this is where we're at. We have to be in our own power to make our own choices. We have to be taking care of our well-being through balance. Balance is really important. And so everything I'm describing today is about balance. Earthing is about balancing the electrical currents in your body. Having multiple uh, little 
tra uh, transition activities for yourself is balancing your day. It's balancing your psyche and your physical throughout your day along with um, keeping you, uh, giving you some satisfaction. Cause sometimes like I can clean here and there in the house. I may not get satisfaction from that. I may not get personal satisfaction, but when I uh, can accomplish an area on my, um, and I can set a little goal on my paint by number and accomplish it in a short amount of time. And there is an accomplishment. And those are the kind of things that can give us an uplift during the day. At work, you may not get that uplift for six months on a project, you know, but are you making the little goals, those little inch goals that give us that little satisfaction from day to day? Whew. And if you're working in a group, God bless you, because it can be hard to have those moments of satisfaction. So that's, that's what we want is that, uh, little, those, uh, appreciation and gratitude and bring it into the day through these little things. When I'm reading my self-help book and I find a little confirmation, I'm just like, wow, you know, and then it might link together things for me. I'm, my mind is expanding. It's looking for similarities and, oh, I remember that 10 years ago I read this or this ties up with this and, oh, this is what happened with my friend and I can see how this relates. And it keeps us involved, you know, get out of the autopilot and get into uh, making really good choices. Like, and I am using good liberally there. Make choices that serve your highest good, your highest potential self, and your expansion. We have a choice. We're either thriving or we're dying. Those are our two, you know, those are our two options, thriving or uh, survival. But survival is like barely, it's like, oh, I could die any time. I'm just surviving. You know, it's like, it's going towards death. It's a pivot towards death. So we want to change that pivot. And this is a, a really powerful way to do it is to rebalance. Because when we rebalance, we free our minds to be more connected to our hearts so that our heart can speak to us and we can hear what is it that I'm passionate about? What is it that I love? And if you are saying, well, I don't have little activities that I can do, well, it's time to start loving yourself a little more because you do know you just have gone away from it for far too long. You have forgotten. It might be bicycling, get out on your bike for 15, 20 minutes. It might be going to the diner and flirting with waitresses. I have a friend who does that. He does it beautifully and, um, and they appreciate it. So what is it that makes your heart sing and bring that in, in little tiny pieces. It doesn't have to be a lot. It can just be those little things that help break up your day. It could be meditation that you love. It could be painting. It could be, it could be playing cards. You know, some people like to play cards. However, I warn you, don't play cards on your phone. Don't play cards on your computer. Get a real deck of cards, make it a physical thing you know, touching, feeling. We have these senses and if we don't use them, we are going to forget how to be present because the senses are our gateway. It's like, wow, by activating my senses and sniffing this and that, I'm really present. Whew. All right, so balance is key today. What can you do to create some balance in your life, to create this transitional flow? I love it. I love it and have a lovely day. Bye now.
for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaucet.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.